Okay, welcome back to Execute. And this is our first monthly Q&A episode, which I'm really excited to dive into with you, where really these episodes are about you submitting your questions so that you can get my coaching and mentoring on what you're coming up against as you make your moves. So quick bit of housekeeping before we jump into this episode, we had one question submitted and it's a great question. And so I'm going to go really deep into the answer and provide some really, really practical, strategic and mindset based answers to that question. However, if no questions are submitted, I don't know what you're going to need to be supported on. So I'm not going to be creating any episodes because I'm going to assume that you've got it all in hand. So please take this opportunity to be supported. You're going to receive an email inviting you to submit your questions every month. Um, there are no unworthy questions at all. Every submission is treated anonymously. So feel free to share candidly. Feel free to submit what's coming up for you. And you're going to get my take on it. You're going to get my coaching on it. Okay. So... Let's jump in. The question that we've received this month is all about launching a new service. So the question is, I've just launched two new packages on my website, a room refresh and a color consultation. I'm going to be trying to give these a big push over social media in the next few weeks. What have you found are some of the best ways of converting a new mid and low level package for example, talking about it on stories, using reels, using paid ads. Um, it's a great question. So let's jump in. Okay, so what I want to take you through is stages of launching something, anything, because there is an approach and a strategy behind it that's going to serve you if you can follow these kind of stages of launching as opposed to just being this scattered approach and trying to put out stuff all over the place, different social media, different messages. Apart from anything else, it's going to make you feel like you don't know what's going on from day to day. So, and this is regardless of price, okay? This is regardless of whether you're selling something for £50, £5,000 or upwards of that. For all services that you're selling, the way to move your audience from zero knowledge of what you're doing, what you're selling, to converting them into a paying client is through four stages, which I'm going to walk you through. So the first is create the strategy. Be really, really clear on exactly what it is that you're selling, um, how you're going about it, the messaging, and I'm going to expand on this a little later. But let's define the strategy because that's going to help you know what's going on, what you're doing from day to day. And it's really going to give the whole thing structure and clarity um, for you and for your audience. The second stage is about raising awareness. We can't just drop something on people and expect them, okay, we're ready to announce, you know, it's Monday, I've got a new service, come on in and expect that by Friday that service will be sold out. You know, people need time to warm up to an idea. They need time to get used to something. They need to be considering, oh, okay, this sounds interesting. Yeah, maybe this is something I want. Do I want it? Can I afford it? There needs to be that process of people 
becoming aware of something and then you nurturing them until the right people become clients. It doesn't just happen like you flick a switch and it happens overnight. So that that raising awareness part is really important. And then the third stage is about actively launching. So once you've raised that awareness, it's about really talking, talking, talking about what it is you're selling, how people can access it, why they need it, and being so present and so focused on that and the problem that you're solving while you're in that launch phase. And I'm saying launch phase because it's really important for you that, you know, back in that strategy phase, that first phase, you've thought about, okay, what's what's the beginning and end of this? You know, am I, I think in the, the question you said, I'm going to talk about this for the next few weeks. And that, that's a pretty good launch period, I would say. I think anything longer than six weeks, you get so fatigued. So I would say, from start to kind of going back to just regular marketing, six weeks would be the maximum. And I would say within that, you could have two to three period, two to three weeks of starting to give out some bits of information, starting to tease people, saying something exciting is happening, then going into more focused messaging and actively selling and then effectively closing that launch. I'll talk about all of this more but that third phase is that active launch phase that should have a fairly defined beginning and an end to it otherwise you know your energy just runs out and you're just on this treadmill of constantly selling the same thing which then brings us to the fourth phase which is ending that active launch and reverting to your ongoing marketing activity and how you're really intentional about making that shift back from being really um, promotional around your new service and going back to ongoing marketing where you're always looking to engage with your audience, you're always offering value, and you might be selling one, two, three more services. You've got different service offerings and how to make that, that shift. So those are the four stages. So let's go to the strategy stage first and there are this is really about asking yourself questions this is really about you getting totally clear about this service so first thing around the launch that the kind of strategy around the launch itself and the selling itself what is your availability for this service you know really knowing how many spots do you want to fill if it's a consultation service for example, how many people can you cope with? How much do you have capacity for? How many spots are you aiming to fill every single month? What's the price of the service? And are you going to be working with any kind of special pricing? For example, introductory pricing or a special offer for your existing audience, whether that's on Instagram or somewhere else. Is there going to be a special bonus because it's a newly launching service? Think about how you want to run the pricing. You know, people do jump in when there is a special offer. That is 100% my experience. People like to be incentivized. It can also give velocity to your launch because you're putting time limits on things. So you're letting people know that something's coming and you're saying, you know, it's at this price for a certain period that 
really can help to get people over the line, to move them from undecided to committed. So I would really think about the pricing. That's not to say that you should price it for a price that you don't want to sell this service at. Always, always be selling it at a price you think, I am happy for this. But for example, when I launched Align for Growth, I had a 40% off introductory offer because the value for me, whilst I knew that the program was worth more than what people would be paying for it, there was an exchange of value because I was essentially getting to test the service and gather user experiences and testimonials and really understand how people interacted with the service. That's so valuable for a new service. So special pricing can work for both sides. And it's really something to to think about. You don't have to, you absolutely don't have to, but it can be a really useful tool at your disposal. Next question, how are people going to book and pay for your service? This is a you know, basic logistics, but as well as talking about it is what is that call to action? So they're interested. So what do they do? Do they direct message you? Do they email you? Do they go to your website? Is there a pay now? Is there a card payment service? Really making sure that you've just got the mechanics of people booking and paying for that service, especially if it is a lower priced service. Remembering all pricing is subjective, but if to you it's in the you know low thousands or few hundreds or even double digit figures, that whole booking and paying for has to be so easy because the last thing you want for a lower price service is to get caught up in loads and loads of questions around, okay, well, what day can you do this? I could do Tuesday afternoon and um, could you do Tuesday? No, that doesn't work for me. That's when the service becomes really inefficient. So just being totally clear on, yeah, how to book and pay and having the systems in place for that. The next thing to focus on is the messaging for the service. And by that, I mean, what is it that you need to communicate to your audience for them to understand what you're selling, why they need it and how they can take that action? And the questions that I would be asking myself, and I ask myself in every service that I create before I start marketing anything, the answers to these questions, this is what forms your messaging. So pencils ready. These are the questions. What is it? So what exactly are they getting? What's the outline of the service? What are the features of it? So do they get a mood board? Do they get a floor plan? Do they get a follow-up email? Just be so clear on exactly what the service is and what they get. Second question, who is it for? So who is going to want this service? You having a really clear idea in your mind of who this is relevant for and who's going to be activated by your messaging and who's going to get the most benefit from this service is going to help you when it comes to marketing and creating that really magnet magnetic messaging that really speaks to people. The kind of messaging where people are saying, oh, it's like you so understood me. It's like you were you were speaking directly to me that comes from knowing who the service is for in a really meaningful, deep way. Third question, why do they need this? You know, what, what problem is this solving for them? Being so clear on what that is, is really at the heart of your messaging. 
how you move somebody from you know being aware of a service that you have to actually understanding oh yeah I get it this is something that I really need so and that starts with you being so clear about why they need it and what problem that the service that you've created is going to solve for them Next question, what's the outcome? So what is actually going to change for them? And this is beyond the obvious physical changes to their space, but what's the result going to mean for their emotional state? This is about going beyond the basic, we will create storage for you to put all your things into. It's, well, what will that do for them? Peace of mind, creating a sanctuary, a space that's actually nice to be in, that feels considered, that feels designed, that has that interest and that beauty, understanding the outcome that you're going to get for your client. And then joining those dots. So how will your service actually solve the problem that your client has? And what proof can you provide for this? So for example, if you've delivered a similar service, you can show befores and afters. You know, people love a before and after photo. So that's a great way that you can demonstrate how you've actually solved the problem. Testimonials is the other thing. If you've got a client or somebody who has test run the service, or if you're launching it new, again, be thinking how you can use this first phase of launching a new service to really be gathering testimonials. Because as you continue to offer this service, you always want to be providing that proof of how you have taken your client from confused, overwhelmed, not sure what to do with their space to so happy, so calm, so proud of it and everywhere that you want them to to move to, actually being able to show that and provide that social proof with testimonials and that tangible evidence with photos is going to really support your marketing. Next question, what objections will they likely have? It's always worth thinking through what are the things that people are going to say to you in advance so you can head that off in your marketing and you know you'll see i often will use faqs on my sales pages or in my instagram stories so you know people coming and saying well you know how many visits will i will i get or what happens if i don't like the end result or what happens if you know i don't like the the suggestions you're making, whatever their objections might be, you know, can I can I have a refund, for example, you know, go almost go to your worst case scenarios of what people might be concerned about. And then you can think about the response to that ahead of actually selling the service. Because if you've thought about those questions and objections up front, you can deal with them in a really empowered, confident way. So for example, if it's a, you know, a light touch service where you do a meeting, you provide all of the design deliverables, jobs done, and they say, well, what if I don't like it? Can I have a refund? Then, you know, the answer to that may well be no, because, you know, we've done all of the design work. And so making sure that that's really clearly addressed upfront in your marketing goes without saying, make sure you have proper terms and conditions for anything that you're selling, just so this is all, you know, your payment terms are really clearly set out. But just making it crystal clear what people get, 
what's included, what's not included, if they have more questions, if you've addressed all of that up front, then it makes for a much, much smoother delivery and a much easier sales process because you're not just asking and answering the same questions again and again, you're communicating that at scale. The other question to be asking on this is how is your service different or better than the other options they have available to them? And whilst I don't think it's helpful to go down a rabbit hole of looking at all of your competitors and send, you know, going into a spin of, oh, they're doing that and that's really good. And well, they're doing that price. And so I should offer that price. No, you know, you you come up with the service based on your client, your skills, and you come up with the price based on what works for your business and what feels right to you. But that said, it is good to know. It's helpful to look and see, well, what choices could my client make differently? For example, they may not even use a designer. They may think that they'll go to if it's a color consultation, they will go to a paint company who offers color consultations, or they will go to a kitchen showroom if it's a um, design consultation. So understanding the choices that they have and how they will be weighing up the different options in their mind can also be really helpful in heading off some of those objections and in your messaging, talking about why your service is better so, for example, if it's a color consultation, yes, Farrow and Ball or Edward Bulmer or countless others offer a color consultation service, but they obviously only promote their own paints. So maybe your service uses a multitude of ranges. You're not restricted. So that could be one benefit. Um, but just being being cognizant of that is going to make your messaging more powerful. And then the last thing that I think is so helpful to your messaging for any service where somebody is going to interact with you and your business in a personal way is why did you create this service and make it personal you can talk about what it was that you saw with your experience in helping other clients in your experience working with other designers in you know in your experience you saw a problem and you wanted to solve that problem. So tell the story of that and make it personal because people connect with people at the end of the day. People don't buy a bland service that is simply about a plan and a mood board and a shopping list. Yes, those things are important. They want to know what they're getting. But ultimately, if they choose to buy this service, it will be because they've connected with you. They believe that you are able to solve a problem for them. And so you telling the story of why you created this service in a personal way is going to create that connection, build that rapport, build that trust. And all of that is really important to move people from aware of you, aware of the service to actually pressing go and saying, yes, I'm in. So that's the strategy, Sage. And I would ask all of those questions before you start any marketing at all. The second stage is the awareness raising stage. So this is about announcing across all of your channels, whether that's LinkedIn, Instagram, um, whatever, wherever you are, whatever you're using to your email list and starting to build up the excitement. So you can start with teaser information. So next week, I'm going to be launching a new service. Next week, something exciting is coming. Reels are great for reaching new people, 
but stories are always the best for connecting with your existing audience. If you think about it on Instagram, if someone's not following you, they can't see your stories at all. So it's only useful for connecting with your existing audience. But I don't think there is any better way for connecting with your audience. So if you have a really engaged audience, people who are watching your stories regularly, that is the best place to start warming up those people to the fact that a new service is coming and starting to just raise awareness of what the problem is that you're going to be solving. But if this is also about reaching new people, then be considering who are these people? How can you reach them? And what's the journey that you're going to take them on that makes them feel safe to buy your service? Building that know, like, and trust. Ads, paid ads, are great for reaching new people you know, absolutely brilliant. But for a not inexpensive service, people will usually need warming up to the idea. They're unlikely to see an online ad, know nothing about you, but immediately jump in and book the service. So just to walk you through my process, so I run online ads on Instagram and Facebook. Someone will see the ad, they will click to go to my lead magnet, which in my case is a webinar, completely free free webinar. They get 30 minutes of value of me talking to them about um, their business and establishing myself and my expertise and credibility as someone who can potentially help them. By registering for that, they automatically go onto my email list and they then start receiving a five part, I think five or six part nurture sequence of emails, which is following up with them and drip feeding information about me, how I work, you know, how they can take that next action, which for my services is booking a sales call. So this may not be relevant to you for a low or a lighter touch consultation service. You may not want to do discovery calls, but you can eat all of that still works. So you can still have an ad, a lead magnet, put them onto your email list, nurture sequence through the email list, either directly selling them the service and giving them that call to action. So this is how they can book that consultation and also cross moving people backwards and forwards between your Instagram stories and your emails, because those are the two really helpful places where you've created that connection and that intimacy. So I'm often saying to people, hey, you know, if you've liked this content here, follow along on my stories every day and you can um, see more about what I'm up to. Their stories is fantastic for just creating that vibe and that energy of something that you're selling. The email list also for following up with people and being in their inbox and getting them in that space with the button to click where they can take the next step. But I wouldn't say run an ad, expect people to book the consultation. There has to be that that process in between where you're establishing your credibility, your expertise, you're offering some value, you're nurturing them, and then you're making the offer to, to sign up for the service. I will add in the show notes the contact details for my ads manager, also called Katie. She's fantastic. I really highly recommend her. Um, so if paid ads is something you are considering, Facebook, Instagram ads, that's her specialty, then you'll have her details there. Be sure to mention that I sent 
um, you her way. But yeah, I think in terms of actually launching this, the question to ask is, do you need more people in your audience? If so, then you might want to be running the ads just to build up that audience first and then be thinking nurturing them, selling them the service or reels is a fantastic way for getting more eyeballs on your business. But it's really about being intentional about making sure that these are people you can genuinely help. And if this is a physical service, that they're going to be people in the right area for you, right geographical area. Okay, so that's the awareness stage. The third is about launching. So this is where you're now in that active stage of thinking, right, I am really intentionally selling this service to my audience. I've got an audience in front of me. Now I want to be marketing and selling directly to them. So you're pivoting all of your messaging to focus on this new service. So this isn't, you're no longer in the kind of generic engagement phase, you know, this caught our eye or we love this designer's work. All of your messaging, all of your marketing is really intentionally focused on this new service. And again, going back to those messaging, just essentially going through those questions and taking a new strand or a new thread from those answers that have come up for you and talking about it in your marketing. So what's the problem it's solving? What's the outcome? What's the social proof? Is there a testimonial? Is there a before and after? How does your service different? You can take all of those questions and just be feeding different threads into your marketing every day. And you want to be creating and posting content every single day of that key messaging across all of your channels. You can absolutely be repurposing content. So for your email list, you might have a longer piece of content. You can easily break that down into numerous different Instagram posts. Um, you could create that same longer piece, could be published as an article on LinkedIn. Again, you could break it down into smaller LinkedIn posts. So it's just, taking all of that messaging that you've already crafted and then starting to feed that out every single day. The other thing I would be doing in this phase of launching is direct messages to relevant people who you think might be interested. So for example, hey, you know, I thought, you know, I've created this new service. I really thought it would be something you might be interested. So I'm sending it to you first. You know, let me know if you've got any questions or to people who may be potential referrers of clients. So people within your network who may know somebody who will also want this service. So being targeted about a message to them. DMs on Instagram is great for that. Same with LinkedIn, also direct emails. And again, using that offer of special pricing if you're using that. In this phase, you want to be really clear about the deadline if you're using special pricing. So, for example, if you've got an introductory offer or if there's a limited number of spots at a certain rate, you can be constantly talking about that. And we don't ever want to be using false scarcity. You know, we we never want to be in that space where we're saying spots are running out if they're not, um, but just using genuine scarcity. So if you're special pricing offer is only available for two weeks, then that's a genuine, um, it's a genuine thing to say is there's only 10 days left on this price, there's only four days left. 
and talking about how many spaces you've got available to book for these consultations next month. And, you know, another thing that's great for just introducing that element of urgency with design is knowing how long the service takes to deliver all of the messaging could be around if you want your space to be perfect for summer or ready for Christmas or whatever the the time frame is that you're working in that you can start using your messaging to bring in that urgency and to be saying you you know book now if you want a guarantee you see it all the time with um, sofa companies or curtains and blinds companies is you know deadline if you want this done by Christmas it's exactly the same for your services and what I would say in this phase this phase can be intense because you are putting out a lot of energy you're putting out something you've created which can feel scary and you can feel quite vulnerable and you can be in that place of does anyone like this is anyone going to buy it is it working am I doing enough so really anchor back to this is about you helping other people always be creating your content from a place of service and and having fun with it. So yes, you want people to buy the service, but creating content purely from that place will always have that weird, pushy, salesy energy around it. So really connect back to your desire to help others, why you created this service, what problem it is solving for them, and feel that excitement in yourself that this is really about you shining a light on your skills and your talents and your ability to help others and bring joy to them. Hold that so that your heart is full of, I am putting light and good and service out into the world, as opposed to I'm selling this because I need to get money into my business because, yeah, of course you want to make money. But really coming from a place of service first, the selling is always going to feel a million, million, million times better. In content marketing, I always, always, even when I'm actively selling, think kind of 80-20. So 80% problem aware, using stories to tell why you understand that this is a problem, how you've solved this problem, and then 20% selling the solution. So this isn't about giving away loads of valuable help. It's definitely not about solving problems for free, but this is about letting people know that you understand what they're feeling challenged by, why it's important, how you came up with your approach, why you know it works, and then 20% selling them the solution and really using storytelling to your advantage here. So getting into thinking about clients you've helped in the past, thinking about projects you might be working on now, using yourself as your, as your client and thinking, you know, what have I experienced? All of that relatable storytelling will keep people really engaged and away from just feeling sold to. And in this, I think really go beyond the broad and get into people's heads. So thinking about how your clients will describe their space and what they want to change. So rather than you just saying you know, why you need a room refresh, you could be saying something more like, you know, how I took my bedroom from being a personalityless afterthought into becoming this peaceful, sleep-inducing sanctuary. 
you're really tapping into what it is that your clients most desire, which is, you know, a bedroom that feels peaceful and means that they can sleep really well and they enjoy being in and it's away from the clutter of the rest of their home on whatever feels relevant to your audience, but being very descriptive in that language as opposed to just why you need a color consultation because that kind of it just doesn't connect with with people sounds really obvious but use video it really really is the best way to connect with your audience is to show your face on camera talk to them let them see your gorgeous face let them connect with you let them see the person who's going to be delivering this service to you you are the face of your business you are the face of the service so this is really about using that to your advantage every time I show up on camera that's when my engagement goes up so much more and that doesn't mean that every single day you have to be talking face to camera you're going to have days where you don't feel like doing that but just using video and certainly interspersing your content in that way and letting people see the face of the business and the face of the service is so, so important. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say on that kind of active launch phase. So the last thing I just want to mention is then how you end that active launch and revert to a phase of ongoing marketing. And that's why coming back to the strategy, we want to have your dates predefined. It doesn't matter how many consultations you sell, how many spots you fill, how much money you bring in. Having those dates preset is going to give structure to what you're doing. And it's going to mean you're not feeling in this ongoing, never ending. Oh, I should keep talking about this because I haven't sold as many as I could or I might or I keep going predefine the time period so when you get to the end of those weeks it's you know if your price special pricing is ending you've made it clear that that's happening and you're just drawing a close to the, the messaging in that way and then you can go back to this place of engaging with your audience adding value always providing calls to action but now you're not completely focused on one particular service so this is about pivoting your messaging back to potentially selling different services and you can take the intensity out of your your messaging so it's not so focused on the sell and the urgency and the scarcity and this is a really really nice phase in which you can just be engaging with people a bit more asking questions asking for comments using polls, inviting feedback, um, sharing some of the kind of lighter, funner stuff um, that just allows you to kind of refresh and reset your marketing. And then you're just going back to, these are the ways that you can work with me. You know, if you are interested in a fully bespoke design service, then this is right for you, if blah, blah, blah. You know, we also have consultations, DM me for more details, you know, click the link in my bio. You're just going back to selling a number of different services at the same time, whilst ongoing work to grow your audience, to always make sure that you've got new people coming into your world and continuing to collect testimonials from people who are using your services so that you've always got that 
social proof of everything that you're doing. And then the next time you're launching something new or you want to do a particular push on a service at a particular phase of year, or you really want to go um, fuller on your your big, your high proximity design service, you go back through the same process. You know, how many spots are you trying to fill? What's the period in which you're going to be inviting people to sign up with you from until when have you got availability for new big projects? You just go back through that process. What's the messaging around this service? So you're always going between a particular focus on a particular service or introducing a new service to a broader growing your audience, engaging with your audience, giving them reasons to stay in your audience and continuing to direct them to the service that is right for where they are now. Okay, we're going to leave it there. That was such a fantastic question. I hope that that was a fantastic answer. I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed taking you through that. So execute. As a reminder, you will receive an email inviting you to submit your questions for these Q&A episodes. If you would like to have me answer your question, if you would like to get coached on what you're coming up to, then make sure you submit your questions. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.